Hello and welcome to the Pokeball Podcast. I'm Bellyball VGC, also known as Tyler, here with my co-host Sticky. What's going on, everybody? So we have Peoria Regional Championships coming up. Uh, I've been prepping for that myself. Uh, Sticky has actually been helping me with my team builder and some ideas that we've been putting together. Uh, we've been closely watching the meta that's been developing through some of these early regulation e-tours. Uh, the rule set hadn't actually been posted up until last night at midnight, so there was a lot of guessing on like you know what we would actually get for the format. Um, I think there was a very like good idea though, like you know everyone was spot on with you know just the addition of the DLC mons. So we had all had teams ready in our builder, I think, ready for that kind of you know meta game. Um, I'm looking forward to it a lot. Sticky, do you have any, you know, predictions or any mods that you're looking forward to in Regulation E? Reg E, a highly anticipated, uh, long-awaited, all the above, a super, this is, this is a new regulation for me, um, as it is for everyone, and usually at the beginning of a new regulation, for some reason, I tend to run away from things that I'm more comfortable with for some reason, even though you should, like, do the opposite and... I'm not doing that now, even though I should be playing Armandidi. We don't even what Armandidi's been doing to the latter uh, is I, I enjoy seeing it, even though I'm not participating in it. But all that being said, uh, I'm really excited for like Clefairy, Snorlax. Funny enough, like a lot of these mons that I didn't get the chance to play with uh, in past games. Due to, due to me being like a very scarlet and violet baby um but a lot of these older mods i'm really excited to finally get my hands on and play with and then overpond oh everybody loves overpond it's it's just it's just good no any way you want to put it it's honestly insane it's one of the new mods so if you you know s spoiler if you haven't played the dlc warning yet there is a new pokemon named ogrepon it really kind of through vdc for a loop um having a new kind of mechanic in a sense that it terra types based off the item that it holds or it keeps its grass terra and can hold any item which is you know a very interesting gimmick that we've not seen on a pokemon that yet and it really adds an aspect of chess to it um outside of that iv cudgel the move that you know has the chance to crit very strong power changes typings with the terras that change as well so you get that fire coverage on the hearth flame mask water coverage on the wellspring i i just think that the the damage output is so high on the hearth flame that it's you know you're going to see a lot of that in vgc looking at some of these teams too on the on limitless tours across the past few weeks, Ogre Pond is one of the highest usage next to what Fluttermane, Iron Hands, and Lando. And and the the Lando T, the one and only. I was I was warned. I was warned that when he when he come came back to VGC, he would be a top dog. And for a little bit, I was doubting it. I ain't gonna lie. I was like, I see him in the top usage, and then it's just he's he's just right there now every team if you don't have a landerus on your team it's because you have a defiant one at this point in time i feel like yeah and the the meta's really kind of shaping up you know pretty quickly like it has in the past with reg c and reg d looking at these teams on limitless throughout these tours you know the 
the better performing teams that end up in top cut all consistently have very similar mons on them you know there's a lot of interesting cores but i think that there is a core four that kind of floats throughout all of these teams um first hitting iron hands lando ogre pond and uh, i mean looking here what i mean what would you say the other one would be sticky like top four like yeah, I mean, some things that were, I mean, even Iron Bundle has made a, resurg uh, a resurgence in, in VGC, which uh, did disappear for a little bit of time there just due to coverage typings and just the ability for things to really give Iron Bundle a hard time. So it is really interesting to see these teams coming out um, because of the prevalence of snow becoming a lot bigger with uh, a Ninetales and not so much this slow Obama snow that is having to go uh way before other mons now you now you just have nine tails to set up the auroraville and have uh fairy coverage which is i mean insane. yeah it's it's wild seeing these teams too that are crafted you know to have their hyper offense modes and they are abusing these new weather setters and the you know the meta that they've predicted early they really have a way to maintain that hyper offense while also abusing the strategies you know that are ending up being popular early in this meta um, speaking of early meta, I'm really surprised to see there, there's a lot of balance cores that I'm noticing here, but I'm not seeing the really like comfortable cores that we thought from day one, you know, the trick room cores, the, the dozo cores, the two, two, two. I think that there was a lot of us that thought that these cores would end up on top being, you know, a lot of players are very comfortable. It's easy button clicking teams and, you know, you kind of see that fall off. And a lot of these limitless tours over the past week, and you're seeing a more ver more variety kind of spread out, but you are kind of seeing a very hard meta develop. I I feel like this is a little bit the way that just this regulation was presented has always just been a little different from the past regulations for me coming from somebody who's just first experience with the the way the VGC meta develops. Uh, watching it has been kind of interesting to see because. Uh, series, you know, series one, boom, we start the gates with series one. Uh, series two, the first day of the regulation introduced, you know, eight or nine, whatever, however many paradox mon there are, all of those mons um, with super high uh, power creep and the meta immediately changes. So now we're having to adjust to all of these mons and then like palafin like it's really was really just like paradox mon and palafin and like the ogs of movies tearing things up but uh size spam was just uncontested because of the lack of dark types that were viable in that meta there was i mean there was dark types but not many that you really wanted to put onto your team so much you had to do goofy stuff like Umbreon. I was playing a lot of Umbreon in Series 2 because of that. And then, boom, we get four Dark Types. All that DD side spam disappears. We get this Don Dojo, this Don Dozo Surgeons. Like, all of this craziness that was Reg C um, carried into Reg D. And we all knew that this DLC was coming out. We all had the list of months that was coming out. We To the point where Showdown was putting out the ladder, you know, just assuming what the what the reg was going to be because it was pretty clear as day like they're going to introduce the regulate the the new mod from the from the kitakami decks ogre pond is 
the, the, as soon as they put Ogre Pond in the legal three on the cart, as soon as it released, we all knew that was going to be legal. So there was really nothing to contest besides, yeah, we're probably not getting Walking Wake and Iron Leaves, which, fine, it is what it is. But we... Yeah. But but we had our hands on this meta. I feel like we've, we've had our hands on this meta already. So it, it it's already had a little bit of... It's had a little bit of time to, to to punch at each other a little bit. Everybody's, you know, started off with 2-2-2. We were seeing all these 2-2-2 uh, counts at the top of the ladder because players were just swamping through pe unprepared players. Um, and then uh, Psy Spam, all, all of the niche stuff that does really well at the beginning has already had its surgeons. And so it's not a, it's not a shocker at all to see the, the real balanced players have figured out how to put ogre pond onto that team correctly yeah so you know speaking of some of these tours and these teams that we're covering here uh some of these teams you know we specifically pulled today from the beast coast results um I, you know i just want to give a shout out congratulations to grant for winning beast coast uh, also known as zap zap vgc congrats congrats amazing team i wish i could have watched more of the play but love the love the team composition i'm doing a little bit of something like that in my own builder at the moment so congratulations to you there was a lot of good competitors yeah uh james evans coming in second place there um you know i saw his tweet and then you know just coming short and almost getting it it's tough but like just such consistent performance you know and from someone who's influenced my play style so heavily you know i played the james evans six at two regionals last year so it's it's really nice seeing james pull through and i would have loved to have seen james on tops but great you know grant's a amazing player and pulled through justin tang you know another consistent competitor uh, joshua lorsey 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 loves you hey boss you keep doing your thing out there, man. We, I'm, I'm gonna keep supporting you, man. Love seeing you up there doing your thing in the top cut. Uh, made another amazing player. Had a good world's run. Had a good season last year. Um, just, it's not shocked. I mean, we're not shocked to see some of these players in the top cut at Beast Coast. Speaking of Beast Coast and Pokemon organizations, I would like to celebrate our partnership with Stunfisk, the Reddit thread. Uh, they're starting a new project over there called Project Memento. It's a really cool project where we would like to start sponsoring players, pumping some money back into the community through prize pools in our tournaments, helping new players get to events, creating a community and a place where new players can come and get great practice with seasoned VGC veterans. Shout out, shout out Ramona, shout out, thank you so much. Yes, thank you for the opportunity and thank you for everything that you've done to spread Pokemon through the community and help bring new players into our favorite game. Uh, I look forward to our future and what we can do to help grow the community. People in the Pokevolt Club that only have great things to say about the community, even our our admin, when we when we finally got to tell them, hey, we're we're doing this collab, they're like, I spend every Sunday morning on that Reddit page. I'm like, what? He's like, I, I already spend every Sunday morning. So it just, it only made sense that we, that is somebody that we collab with. So I'm very excited for that. Um, very excited to see what kind of players we can bring into the community and, and just increase this competitive spirit that we have over here at the Pokevolt Club. Heck yeah. 
Um, so speaking of expanding, Sticky, you've been working on some content outside of our regular podcast here, and I want to highlight it in the actual podcast show today. Um, you know, this is something that down the road we may break off in there. There could be their own episodes because there is some extended content here, and the episode will run a little bit longer than it normally would. Uh, but there's content that I don't want to cut out of this, and it's just such a good interview. And I'll, I'll let Sticky take the reins here and just kind of explain, you know, his project. Thank you. Thank you, Billy. Um, something that I was super passionate about whenever I was given the opportunity to work with the Pokeball Club was the interview section of the Pokeball Pod. I thought that that was really touching and heartwarming as a, a viewer coming into this. I was just, I, I'm just a guy who works at a grocery store and plays pokemon in texas had like a hundred followers but tyler was messaging me like hey i just will you just come over here and talk with us and hang out and i was it, it almost it, you know like putting you on this it, it's just it's heartwarming it's very uplifting to just hey i just want to talk like i don't need to be you don't need to be a big time person you don't need to win a limitless tour you don't need a top cut we're all people we're all humans and we just we love this game that we play so that being said uh we have cut off the interview section from the main part of the podcast right now and i have been doing the interviews myself one-on-one with our first interview uh person that we're interviewing being uh, tanner mask but i y'all gonna have to just see this interview yourselves i loved everything about it like tyler said we had to cut some off of it because i was talking and i looked down and was like Tyler told me that I needed to have like 45 minutes less than what we already did. So Tanner, we're going to have to cut this, but if you're interested in being on an episode of the podcast, you can email us at pokovoclub at gmail.com. Today's music was brought to you by upbeat song fairy tales by Daniel Zambo and stardust by Daniel Zambo. All audio editing done by belly bolt VGC also known as Tyler Cadell. This broadcast has been brought to you by the Pokevolt Club, Stunfist Memento, and our Patreon supporters. Make sure to join our Discord to stay up with the community, get all the updates from the latest podcast episodes, and to stay up with Sticky's interviews.